and the timer is started. We're recording. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Take this take two. Hi, Erica. Oh. How you doing today? I'm always peachy. That's true. You are always peachy. I'm hot because our ears messed up in the house. So, and they're not coming to tomorrow. I'm a little, a little hot. But other than that, I'm great. She's great. And I'm Erica. You can find me on IG, <laughs> Erica Nicole, E-R-I-C-A-N-Y-K-O-L. And I am Daitra Michelle. That's what I go by on IG. Um, better known as Di for most people that do know me. Um, you can also catch me up. Get, I have a Twitter page now because of Erica. <laughs> I don't do anything on it, but hey, I'm on Twitter under the same thing. Dietra Michelle, spelled D-I-E-R-T-R-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. So, you know, you hit us up on hit well hit me up on Twitter because I don't know what I'm doing, so you have to tell me what to do. But that's where I am on IG. And you can always catch the whole podcast or catch us on if you're listening, maybe listen to Anchor. If not, we are on iTunes under You Get What You Get um, podcast. And we're also on Google, uh, Google Music. So, want to hop right into it? Um, well, let's start with takeaways. Takeaways and recap from last week. Is there anything that you didn't get to say last week that you want to say today? No, I think, I mean, you know, I have a good surprise that my husband actually listened to the podcast um, with a friend. And ironically, we say no kids, but my, the, our, well, my son and his friend's son so happened to be in a car. Um, and my son said, we sounded great. He liked us. He think we're funny. Um, but he's also 15, but, um, my husband said the same thing too. Um, and of course you have an admirer. I didn't tell you that, um, his friend wants to meet you. I'm single. Um, what's (laughs) his friend's name? (laughs) I could tell, I would be more than happy to tell his name off air, but I just told you. husband's friend, I'm still single. Hello. (laughs) So he was excited. He was like, oh, we wanna, I want to listen to this whole thing. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, my husband support, supports me in everything that I do, but that he actually listened. Like this podcast um, actually caught his attention. Um, so nothing nothing else I felt like that. I think I left everything out there and I said everything. What about you? Um, I have nothing else to add, guys. I'm only a freak for one person at a time. Don't get any ideas. Um, I did, however, get a message for you. And she said that she hopes you start having sex with your husband. (laughs) I do. I just... On a more regular basis. Okay, look. She said you have to give up the panties, give up the ghost, honey. <laughs> I'm working on it. I have, you know, it's sometimes it's one of those things you get set in your ways. Um, and he, the best, how can I put it, without fumbling over everything I have to say, please believe me, we don't, it's, there's no troubles <clears throat> there. 
I just have to get out of being selfish sometimes um, because sometimes I just don't want to be touched. Sometimes I just don't, you know, and I have fi- kind of figured out when that is. Um, and he has kind of figured out when that is. So we, we, we make it work. I just, you know, I do have to give it up more than just, you know, that one time in a week where I'll be like, yes, that's the time. That's it. I could <laughs> probably stretch it out a couple more days, you know, that's seven days in a week. And I only give him that one day. I need to, you know, I can stretch it out a little bit more, but I best believe I, I'm working on it. I, I definitely don't want you to think that I'm that bad. I was, we, we managed to have two kids. So I think, I think I did pretty good. I, I think I those two times in which no. case, shame on you. No, that wasn't the case. That was the case because it took me a whole year to get pregnant with one of them. And the last one was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that. So, definitely. All right. Let's see. Have you had anything interesting happen since the last recording? No. Nothing. I mean, we did, personally, we did, I did two birthday parties. Uh, well, Two, I had both babies had their birthday parties together, and I have come to the conclusion that I'm not asking for help anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll talk about that when we do the family episode. <laughs> yeah, an interesting stories. You guys will want to stick around for that. Yeah, not gonna not gonna ask for help anymore. Um, no, nothing other than that. My life is, besides, like I said, the, the heat, the air isn't working. Um, and, oh, I'm starting, I'm going to start working from home soon. So that's, that's, that's interesting. It's Do something different. The sound effect. Do they have a what? A cash register sound effect. We need that right here. <laughs> it's a thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that so that's gonna be interesting because it is gonna be me um, working overnight from approximately ten o'clock at night to like six o'clock in the morning. So that is going to be different. I've never done uh, tech support that overnight before, but it should be very interesting because I don't have to talk to anybody. So I'm that's what I'm most excited about. Come on here, Scrooge. Huh? Come on here, Scrooge. <laughs> I've done customer service for way too long. I like talking to you and my friends, but I don't like doing technical stuff over the phone. That is the hardest thing to get someone over the phone to understand what you're saying when they're already frustrated because they don't understand what's going on. So that's just usually... Or, or someone that knows everything will still need your help. So it's going to be fun. I may have some interesting stories. I may be talking to some famous people too because, you know, that could happen sometimes through chat. So we'll see. What about you? Um, I tell you all my interesting stuff. What happened this week? Um, you, you actually, you actually been getting out the house. Oh, guys. 
I went outside more than once and I actually had fun. How mm-hmm. about that? Eat those Christmas cookies. Uh, what else? Oh, my my middle child told me that he was going to run away from home. Uh-oh. Um, oh, he couldn't have the laptop. So that means he couldn't watch FGTV on YouTube. And so he's going to pack up his stuff and he was going to go. Um, what else? Oh, guys, I got kicked out of a barbershop today. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up unless you brought it up. <laughs> I, I think did. it's funny. This was the most interesting story of my entire week. I got kicked out of a barbershop today because, um, talking to this guy that just happens to be a barber in this shop and I thought I was cute but he was sending me text messages like get out of here (laughs) 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 welcome here anymore go away and um so yeah he was like here here's $50 go get me a power aid and there are there's one, two, two stores on the same corner right in front of this barbershop. He told me to go all the way to the other side of a bridge and a freeway and get him a power aid. But since I'm a jerk and um, I got kicked out, I spent the entire $50 on power aid. And <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, um, I can't wear shorts to the barber shop anymore. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. first question, my first question was, what do you have on, and is it to your knee? That, those two questions is what I asked. And my answer was, it's hot, and I'm not trying to be covered up. So. I already knew that's what it was. That's the reason why she got kicked out. I guess I do have something interesting though. I my my baby is if he's afraid of cookie water. That's... <laughs> <laughs> so I have a two year old. He just turned two. He was in the tub. I was tired because it was the same night as the was the same night as the birthday party. I don't remember. I just know I was tired. And I wasn't in the mood to argue with a two-year-old about having a cookie in each hand. My, I just said to him, don't put the cookie in the water. That was a bad move. Because he puts the cookie in the water. Well, of course, when the cookie hit the water, it just spread all over the tub. Yo, guys, he got up. And he was screaming, help me. Mommy, it's cookie water. And he was sitting on the little ledge where the soap goes. <laughs> and he was like, it's cookie water. Oh my goodness. It's cookie water. Help, mama. Well, of course, at this point, I just took my little time. He And the part I didn't tell Erica was he took, he actually took the soap that was up there and he slightly put it in the tub so he could have a seat. He moved stuff out of the way so he could have a seat. And he was still talking about, oh my goodness, it's cookie water. Help, mama. With this cookie water, this stuff is dangerous. Yes, I didn't. I was like, so you can poop in the tub, okay? And stay in it. 
but you you can't this right here is gonna get you this cookie water is gonna get you so then i i did proceed to go a nice little walk get around you he backed up so because he stayed in the corner as i watched him but when it's time to get out he backed up like gonna get him I kid you not, I was crying and laughing so hard at him because he was seriously scared of this cookie water, these cookies in his water. (laughs) But why though? Like, I don't, I didn't make that up. I thought that was like the weirdest thing to be afraid of. You weren't afraid when you pooped in the water, but this cookie water had you scared to the point that you was trying to sit on the ledge where the soap was. Like, you completely got up. I was like, so I guess you won't be putting cookies back in the water again, but that was that was a highlight. And I was I tortured him, yes, because I let him stay in there a little bit longer and let him call out for help. But I just thought it was funny because you really was afraid of this water, and it was because it had cookies in it that I told you not to put in there. So I forgot about that. That was funny to me though, on the inside. <laughs> But I think we have. You want to kick start it off with a letter with the letter, or do you want to save that for last? Let's save that for last. Here's an interesting tidbit of information. I'm drinking. So. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, we may get the real. We we'll get the real, Erica. What's gonna come out of my mouth tonight? We'll get the real, Erica. That's why we put it explicit. Because you never know. Oh, and I said a cuss word today, and Erica decided she wanted to mark that down on the calendar. I never hear her curse. <laughs> it's because she's never here at this house. But... She says, damn. That's I say it. a lot. <laughs> I say a lot of words. I say a lot of words. I cuss on a daily basis. She says, damn, and she says, ass. Mm-mm. I, I, I'm way worse than that. But she's not here, and she doesn't get to hear when I fuss at the keys. Usually when I say, mm, I'm going to call you back, that's usually because I'm about to get on somebody. And that's usually when the words fly. But, yeah, today she heard me say it, and she was like, I didn't know what she meant at first. <laughs> when she's like, let's mark this day down. What is she talking about? Yeah. Just celebrating my granny's birthday. Yeah, it's her granny's birthday. I said fucked up. I did. <laughs> I said my attitude is already fucked up. It really is. I'm not playing. And it was kind of funny because we're going to go backwards here front and so we cuz I was at midweek yes on Wednesday. And <laughs> pastor made a comment and said that you can always get you can get the pastor him or you can get the archie him and I was like well, damn, you can get, is there two sides to me? Do you get the Daitra and do you get the Michelle? And does anybody ever know the difference? And then I thought about it and I'm like, only person has ever really know how bad I can really be is my husband. Because I use words to get back at people. And that's really not, I mean, it's not fair, but my vocabulary changes to get back and I twist everything and make it and it's bad to say it like that but I really do like I cut with my words I don't I don't hold back when I'm really 
super upset. So I was like, there's a daicha that and then there's my husband knows he knows the daicha, he knows the Michelle. Erica knows die. <laughs> she like she knows the one that talks about going to church. She knows what it does the programs, which I haven't done this week. That's kind of weird. Um, and that's what she knows. So going back to Erica calling me the what she talked about me in the last laughing about me that church, but I thought about that. I was like, hmm, do I have two sides or three sides to me? And I think I do. Hmm. But Erica just doesn't hear that side that comes out with these kids when they have, you know, destroyed a house in like five minutes after you told them to clean up and they destroyed it. Or when you've asked them six times to clean up a kitchen and they're standing in the middle of the living room watching TV. At some point, yeah, the knife just kind of goes away. That's her story and she's sticking to it, but she said fucked up on June 28, 2008. <laughs> I did. I did, and I don't even remember what we were talking about. I just think that I was no, we were talking about attitudes, and I just said that my attitude is fucked up. I don't know where it is, but it is. Oh, one of my clients. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. We were talking about think- one of my and how he was getting on my nerves because he was just getting on my nerves. And, um, oh, to solve that issue, the email address that he could not figure out that he kept sending wrong, I called him and I was like, read me the email address. So he spells it out. He was like, it's a little dash. I was like, a dash or, or underscore. underscore. <laughs> it was a motherfucking underscore. underscore. He had me send this email seven times, and it was a motherfucking underscore the whole time. Oh, I'm glad I'm done with that. I'm I'm glad I received my payment, and I'm done. I will not be answering any more of this man's calls because this nigga don't know what a fucking underscore is. Yeah, I, I and I didn't think about it until you just till you said what you said, and it makes me think, okay. I hung up in his face. I hung up. And then the lady emailed me back instead of emailing him. I was like, uh, ma'am, please call the phone number attached to the email. Um, I don't have anything else to do with this shit. <laughs> well, we're also talking about girls and cycles and we was talking about that and I said that my attitude is already messed up on that too because yeah because I feel like my my oldest daughter is about to be 12 in a couple weeks and um I can already tell and I don't know if my mom knew well and I was talking about we was talking about his direct music we was talking about a lot we randomly talk about a lot and our conversations just kind of go from one thing to the next <laughs> when we're on the phone. But I I can already tell that me and her, because we're in a, it's true, like we're in the same house, I can tell when hers is her, she, we're going to be right there together. 
Now, the other one is too young to tell because she just turned six, but me and this toy, I know. And my attitudes are, it's not the best at times, and I can come off really mean um, and antisocial when I don't want to, when it time comes. And so, I already know it's going to be worse for her. And so, Erica was saying that having our boys is a blessing. And I'm like, I have two of each. So, I have, you know, we were talking about, she was talking about them taking a shower. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, if you have boys or had no any of boys, I've lived with some, you know, little boys tend to have to get very excited about themselves. She said in the shower, I said, they don't even have to be in the shower. Just long stays in the bathroom. That's what I'm experiencing right now. Being there for an hour, hour and a half, talking about your stomach hurt. That is not what I'm doing. <laughs> talking about my stomach hurt. Had to been that food I had. No, man. No, sir. No, sir. That is not true. That's <clears throat> not true. Lord, I'm so sorry, sir, that your mom is talking about this right now. I was my favorite. I don't care. I embarrassed the hell. Keep your hands above water. That's usually what I say. And he'd be like, Ma, nope, I'm just telling you the truth. Because I don't need you. That's too much. And I don't, I've threatened to take the door off because he be in there so long. So he's gotten better. But at one point, it was the, you look up and he was gone. Like, is it that bad? I was like, so did you have the tie ass? Did you have the talk with him? Because I don't understand. Is he taking a magazine with him? And it's so funny. <laughs> One time, the sports was it the Sports Illustrated ma- um, magazine came in, and my oldest daughter took it and threw it away. <laughs> She's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not having this." And threw it in the trash. There you go, folks. <laughs> so. Just to say, my household is interesting in itself because I have every stage of life going through my house right now. So I got teenager, I got preteen, I have uh, elementary, and then I have a toddler. So that's my world. While Erica over there is living the days of boys It's, it's amazing for now. And barbershop visits where she can't go in because she just got to start letting them get out and go in by themselves. I will never. Because everything she has on is a potential issue. Okay. Look. You don't like my shorts? And I honestly didn't think it was going to be a short. I thought it was going to be maybe the shirt. I thought maybe she had on the blouse that was showing a little bit too much. Every shirt I wear shows too much. I knew she was going to say (laughs) Every damn shirt I have shows too much. And I don't care if it's a turtleneck. It still shows too much. So... That's his problem to deal with. That's that man's problem. Okay. 
Look, y'all like my shorts. I'm never going to wear anything fingertip with unless it's a shirt. So, get over it. Get over it, guy. Okay, all right. What are we supposed to be talking about? Are we talking about relationships again or are we talking about X-Files? You said X-Files. You like the name. Because I got some trash ass eggs, guys. These stories, maybe that's why I started drinking, girl. Because, mmm. Mmm. <laughs> I probably should be. I don't even know where to start. You better go find you some, some wine. Yeah, I got some booze for them, strawberry heels. <laughs> <laughs> we got out because, you know, my mama's a book club member. So wine is they is they thing, girl. Girl, you better go get you some of that booze for them. Do people still drink booze for them? I don't know. Do they I still drink it? They probably do. Probably somewhere way off in back there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go look for it, girl. That bubbly soda. I'm pretty pretty sure it's probably one of it spirits. One of them it that um. Uh, was it Specs? <laughs> Give me some booze for the strawberry hills. You're a hot mess. What you drink it anyway? What's your drink of choice anyway tonight? Hennessy. Hennessy. She gonna go, y'all. She gave us a. I'm a thug. Okay. I'm you should know when she bust out and she be all the songs she be singing. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> she. I don't even. And it's funny because she remembers every part of a song, and I every time she sing, I think you think you know it until she starts singing. I'm like that's what that said. Oh. <laughs> I just and then I catch on and then I start singing with her. Not loud, of course, because I don't have a singing voice. But I just definitely be like, it's hard to tell her, be like, oh, that's what they said. I showed thought for a second that I knew this song, but I guess not. Yeah, you got to be true to this music, girl. You got to be true. Some of the Erica start off with the X's. Oh, guys. Uh, wait, let me finish my drink. Keep talking. I'm finishing. I'm chugging. <laughs> I could say my dating uh, truly didn't start until I was 18, and that's why I messed up. Because, no, well, I can't say I messed up. I I had some, I had a good one, but I just had no patience. I met a guy way back, okay, when there was MySpace and Black Planet, okay? Um, I met a guy and he was awesome. He was just in the army. And I graduated um and right what two, three months before the before September eleventh. And so our relationship was good. We we communicated back and forth. Uh, I learned a lot because I learned about calling cards and stuff that I didn't know and you know, I learned all this kind of stuff and he was traveling and he would home in Mississippi and we talked and we would talk pretty much every day for hours about different stuff and we would have great conversation. Mind you, we never seen each other and um, he's seen a couple of pictures and I think I had seen like one, maybe one of his um, and then he was stationed in Waco and we got to meet 
uh, a couple, like three times. But again, when all that stuff on September 11th happened, he wasn't able to talk to me all the time. He wasn't able to give me that attention that I needed, and I had no guarantee that he was always going to be able to give me any attention because he was, he had only been in like two, maybe three years, I think. Um, and so that relationship kind of, I kind of put it on the back burner and then I met my first baby daddy. And so I kind of dumped him for my um, first baby daddy in the midst of that ironically my husband was in the mix in there too he was an ex it's a lot um but i will talk about our story one other time but in the midst of that i felt like i didn't have any patience and i learned that i what i learned from that situation is that i didn't have it takes a lot to be an army any a wife girlfriend beyond any of that it takes a lot because you have to have patience that i didn't have I didn't have the patience to know if he was going to call me today, tomorrow, next week. Because even if I, the number he gave me to call and reach out for him, I couldn't talk to him. And he would never answer. So I wasn't sure what was going on. And I wasn't close, like, with his mom or sister to actually be able to reach out to them to see if they had talked to him or, you know, anything like that. Um, and he only got to come visit me, like, one time. And it was only for a couple of hours. And then he had to go. Um, but that was just kind of one of my things is that I, that relationship kind of fizzled. And then instead of me having patience, doggone it, I ended up messing, <sighs> messing with the wrong somebody, <laughs> wrong somebody. So by the time a whole year had kind of passed, we him already knew each other by way of work, my job. That's how I found that's how I got mixed in with my first baby daddy. And that relationship was wild in itself. But I'll let Erica pick up. She should have been unsipped enough now to start to kick you. Well, number two. <clears throat> Which of these relationships, the, the relationship that taught me the most is the relationship with my two older boys dad that relationship tested me on every possible level every single one of them it tested my patience it tested my strength it tested my love <sighs> but I can say that if nothing else I know what I don't want mm-hmm I know what I cannot put up with. I know what's going to trigger me and make me say, blocked, blocked, deleted, blocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. From that one man, I learned what my triggers are, what you cannot say to me, what you cannot do. I'm, and I'm still not the one to try to change anyone. I let you bring yourself as you are. And then if it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work for me. And if you have a problem with it not working for me, that's your problem, not mine. My relationship with Anthony 
started when my oldest son was six months old. We're not even going to talk about his biological dad. He's a ghost. He does not matter. He's invisible. Whatever. Um, so he's been, my oldest is eight. So he's been around that long. If not longer. Yeah. We met in high school, but we didn't start messing around until Ken was six months old. Um, yeah. And um, I guess for me, I would add, oh, and I don't know how it worked out for you, but I learned with each relationship, um, with each baby daddy, um, and I think the common denominator for me was that I was always trying to be taught patient. Um, but then I did, I did the same like you. I found um, what triggered me, what, but then I carried, I don't, I carry, you, you're not in a relationship right now, but I carried some of that stuff into my marriage when I thought I was ready. I thought I had let it go, but then stuff was said or things were done and it caused a trigger to where it, it sparked arguments because I wasn't completely healed like I thought I was. I thought I was healed enough to say, yes, I do, which we've talked about that in um, our previous um, you know, podcast, but I wasn't healed enough to get past those triggers those things like you say you you allow him to come into the relationship and you're not you know you're not already thinking of things you could change you just let him come in to see and if those don't work for you it's like okay move on versus me it was like I know he can do better and I know we can make this work but how do I get him on board with seeing what I see and that was what and yep. and <laughs> yeah and that's what was hard for me because I know that he he didn't see it and he seen it like I was trying to change him and mold him. So that's the reason why the very first time me and my husband didn't work the first, not the first time, but the time leading up to us getting to that point to where we wanted to be like married and together. Because like I said, he told me way back when I, you know, I was, you know, 13, 14, he knew I was going to be his wife and I was just not like, Psh whatever um because who says that it actually means it um so for us to get there it took a lot so the thing that my first baby daddy taught me was um I didn't realize how naive I was and I didn't realize how or in gullible um I was that's what I learned because I was I accepted everything he told me at face value. I accepted that he wasn't messing around with nobody else and that, you know, he that I was the only one for him and that he really cared for me and that, you know, he wanted us to, you know, grow and I was the better baby mama because he had two other kids prior to <clears throat> and that I wasn't like anybody else he had. But the whole time he had, you know, women all over Fort Worth, which that's my biggest one of my biggest regrets. Like I wish I could have dated someone that wasn't from here, <laughs> because Fort Worth isn't as big as people make it. It's small, and a date someone like you said, you met Anthony in high school. Mm-hmm. So, like how many people know my baby daddies? A lot, <laughs> a lot. 
So I think that was my biggest, my biggest thing is that I learned is that, are you telling me the truth for face value? Like, are you really being honest with me or am I just, are you just telling me what I want to hear just so we can end up where we, where we ended up anyway, which was with, with a kid together. So I think that's one of my major things that I learned from that, from that baby daddy. You said that you wish you could have talked to someone that wasn't from here, and let me tell you, even if you talk to somebody and they're <laughs> not from this place, they can still be trash. I was mm-hmm. in a four-year trash relationship, four, year, four years of trash, okay? I knew it was trash, he knew it was trash, but we were comfortable, and that was another lesson. Don't get comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Don't let that happen to yourself. If you're not happy, but you're comfortable, move, run, don't look back. You'll turn into a pillar of salt. Don't (laughs) do it. Because me and this guy, he was from Detroit, but he lived here. He he was here on contract working for GM. And I was like, oh, he has a good job. This is going to be great. And our conversations were fire. I loved talking to him. He could not keep his dick in his pants to save his soul. I could be with him. He would still be talking to other people. I think my sex is bomb. Apparently, it's not. Or at least it wasn't to him. Or maybe it was. And he just didn't care. Because his dick was talking. So... Small town, same town, other town, out of town. Niggas is trash. Niggas is trash. Niggas can <laughs> niggas go keep in trash. So let these niggas go and find you a man, girl. That's what somebody had to tell me. Like, please let this nigga go. And I was like, nope, because he got to learn. I don't even know what the fuck he was supposed to be learning. I, I just felt like, nah, we going to stay together. You cheating on me. I'm about to start cheating on you. We gonna stay right here together because I like laying on you at night. Right. I and I think sex with you. I just I just like having somebody to cuddle with. And that, that be the and reason. And that's a, yeah. And that's because I don't mean to catch up, but that you're right. That shouldn't be a reason. But that was a trigger for me for my second baby daddy and that was because um and two I disclaimer for me I didn't have um I we talk now we joke back and forth you know I'm a a tall I'm not thick I'm a fat girl okay okay there's nothing no sugar coating okay minus even minus before kids um I was always a tall and bigger girl I was always that girl in the on the pictures that was on the back back because she was tall and she was bigger than everybody so my confidence weighed up and down because I wasn't always hit on I always had to either make the first move or I had to create a situation can't say situation but get them to notice me in a way that they may never notice me it wasn't always about how I dressed minus my husband because he noticed me regardless of whatever I had on he was fine with it and he was you know no matter what he liked me for me. He was the first one to, and I didn't notice that till later on. But as 
trying to date, I had to initiate it or say something. And, you know, it was, you know, to come across that way. And so a lot of times I didn't have the confidence that, you know, so when it came to my second, he was like, hey, shorty, or hey, girl, you know, he said something to me. He initiated. Did I see all the signs that was probably that was saying you shouldn't date him because he you know he didn't have a car when you met him he you know didn't have this he didn't have that but I took him for looks and was like okay you know we can we can do this he's talking to me he's cool you know we can you know everybody deserves a chance and then slowly and sure I started you know finding stuff out I found out that you know hey he had a baby mama already, but she was pregnant, like six or seven months pregnant. I didn't know that until like I didn't. I was getting the evil eye from everybody and understanding I was dating him, and they think I already knew or that we were messing around, and I didn't know that. So, and then I just got comfortable, and I got comfortable in trying to show him. When I started learning his background, I got. I wanted to show him that it's a better way of living. And that we didn't have to be in this this mess, this drama, that we could live a different life. But he never knew how to let that go. So he brought more drama into my life. And then we brought a child into it. So then here I go at 23, or 22, almost 23 pregnant with my second child. Because I wasn't listening to or paying attention to all the signs. I was just comfortable. And, and granted, I tried to make it work every time he went to jail, every time he did something. I tried to make it work and it didn't help that I had become close to his sister. So that makes a big difference. When you become friends with the, with their family members, it kind of makes it hard to just like let that person go. And I think that's what kind of the lesson that I ended up learning is that I get close to people way too fast. Um, and I try to be cool with the people way too soon. So I would take a step back and not get so close. Um, in that and settling for it. And that's like you were saying, you got comfortable. You just wanted somebody to lay next to. That was the same way I felt with him. If he came home, I didn't, as long as he came home, I didn't care what he did. As long as he came back home to me and we were together. Uh, I cared. But not to the extent that I should have cared. I cared more about the image, like who saw you with this bitch? Because oh, okay. if my friend saw you with this bitch, then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he would have pictures of other bitches in his camera, and I mean they'd be nude and they'd be standing in the shower in the apartment that we're in, and it's like. Um, this is yesterday, right? So now I gotta chunk shit at your head to make you think that I'm really mad when I don't even care anymore. I just, I'm used to having sex with you. I'm used to looking at you. I'm used to talking to you. I'm used to you lying. So the devil I know is better than the devil I don't. Right, right. (sighs) That's a hard habit to break. The devil. Right. Getting away from the devil you know is the hard mm-hmm. to break. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody else can come and show you attention and you'll be like, oh yeah, that's real sweet. But then you get to thinking about it and you'll be like, mm, do I really want to start over? And I really think that was my issue. Mm-hmm. 
before the age of 26. And even now, I don't like starting over. I don't want to have to do that. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I've uh, said to my husband, if anything was to happen between us, that it, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be no starting over for me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if I don't find a good one by the end of the year, um, y'all can find me at the monastery. Um, <laughs> I'll be wearing my habit. <laughs> Call me Sister Mary Erica because I'm not changing my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Girl. I'm just, I'm I'm gonna nut it up. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm either gonna nut it up or I'm gonna be the biggest goddamn hoe you've <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember she said that on this day, okay? Ever seen in your goddamn life, it's, it's gonna be none or ho. So somebody somewhere better come out the woodworks and be like, I'm a good man. Here I am. Yes, I am. I'm here for you. I'm your boyfriend. If you don't do that, <laughs> You don't do that. Erica's gonna be. I'm gonna have to figure out how I'm a visitor. I'm gonna be a nun or a hoe. I mean, you can come and see us when we're out, like doing our charity work in the neighborhood. I'm sure we'll have to paint a wall, you know, with graffiti on it. I'll just be on the south side. We'll have to run a little bit. But cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Not on the south side. Oh, girl. Not on the south side. Happen. Through the Lord's work. Are you ready for the return of Jehovah? <laughs> <laughs> and she's so serious, y'all. She a high man. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be a nun or a hoe. Twenty nineteen come around and I I'm still single. All this goodness and mercy is still single? Oh, she's a nun or a hoe. That's just how that goes. That, look, I ain't no other way to end that story. Do you um think that your four year relationship that the Erica now now that you've been through it would have stayed longer or you you would just would have been like, Okay, no. You think oh. that helped you a lot? No. Erica today, what a shot the deuce is after that first conversation on the phone. Because there were signs. I just chose to ignore them. This nigga's using you. This nigga's lying to you. This nigga's mm-hmm. cheating on you. I ignored every sign. Just to be with someone. So, Erica, today, June 28th, 2018, the day that I said, fucked up. <laughs> The day that I have decided to be a nun or a hoe in 2019, I am nah. nah. And it wouldn't even be like some fuck you nigga, I'm gonna burn your shit up. It wouldn't be any of that. It would be um, I'm good, love, enjoy. And I hate to say that, but that's that's exactly what would happen. Like, I don't need this shit. I'm good. My nigga, we straight. 
And it's funny because we had this conversation. Uh, yeah, this is one of our Bible study conversations last night because a lot of people weren't understanding this particular part about um, fighting love. Because uh, it was it was brought up that back in the day that <clears throat> Big Mama, if you had you know Big Mama, your great grandparents, Big Mama, Big Papa, that uh, he could be messing up with the woman down the street and have kids down the street and big mama would just because of the faith and the way she was raised, she would just be like, okay, you know, and have a table, you know, and people was like, you supposed to stay through that. Like now the worldly idea of staying through that, it's like a concept. She got so her kids is down the street. And if them kids come down to, to the house to play with their brother and sister, that they may not know that that's their brother and sister. I'm supposed to set an extra plate at the table and feed them too, like and feed him, knowing that he has messed around on me and he's down the street. Like the world concept is like, nah, girl, you must shoot the deuces, you must be gone, and you're supposed to actually fight her too, because apparently that's what you do is you fight the chick too, because you know he done messed up. But that's not how it was, you yeah. know. Um, you go to AutoZone and buy some antifreeze. <laughs> See, you you do the worldly things <laughs> to mess up people <laughs> now. And it's and like it's the you time has changed. <laughs> and I personally believe personally, I only I think it's only one baby mama I wanted to mess up royally because she was messing up, but she was trying to call me out on my stuff. And now we're not friends, but we are on a we're on a, a level because we both had to get past the bull of our baby daddy in the first place. And we're on two different levels with our relationship with him. I personally can walk around and act like he don't exist because he acts like my child our child together doesn't exist. Or she's trying to make it work for her. You know, that's totally different. I've tried, it's not working. We keep going. But where I wanted to punch her in the face at the time she was younger, she wasn't treating her child right and he was you know, with me majority of the time. So the things come into play of, you know, what to do with the one, you know, with the other female, if there's, you know, you being confronted. But the main problem is the person standing in front of you that's telling you, I love you. I care about you. You know, that was just a slip up. Oh, so that's what we did. It was a slip up. I'm staying faithful and I'm doing what I thought was right buy you i'm buying you stuff you buy me stuff because i remember buying i never bought jordans for myself but i don't know you know if you know when it came out back in the day where these particular jordans came out and it had a case like a big huge case they came the jordans came in i bought those i bought the shoes for his birthday to cheer him up because I thought, okay, it was a lot going on. He was laid off from work. Let me, you know, his birthday's rolling around. I'ma buy those. But I didn't get nothing in return. A child. But I didn't get anything, you know, he didn't think of me in that same way. Cause when I started realizing some of the gifts that he did give me, those gifts he didn't went to the pawn shop and got. Watches that I don't wear. I don't wear watches. He buy me watches. He buy me stuff that I didn't even care for. And I was just kind of like, it just, but it was signs, like you said, and that I should have paid attention to. But hey, I he had us all food because I thought he was taking care of his son. 
and his daughter and he was doing right by them and he was you know paying daycare he was doing all this he was buying clothes his you know son always had good clothes on he was taken care of so I thought he was doing right when in on the back side of things he was messing up I had to take a big drink on that one girl yeah because he was he was messing up really bad and I was like but I it was just little bitty things that would come into play that would just and and granted the relationship didn't just stop when we had our son I tried to make it right because I wanted our son to have his father in his life and so I, I continued and it continued for until my son our son was about one and a half and then it stopped. But wait, there's more. I got in a relationship with the with the second baby daddy. We had a relationship. He went to jail. I was pregnant. I was considered that relationship done because he was in jail my entire pregnancy. Mind you, having other females call to check on me, which was a no-no. <laughs> and then I, I turned right, girl. Do you know she got cussed out really bad? You you talked about me saying when I said today I cussed her super bad for calling my house in the first place to check on me for him. That ain't that's not how we that's not how we finna roll. Um, <clears throat> but then I tried to still have a relationship because then here comes baby daddy seeing me in a situation, baby daddy number one seeing me in a situation and like, hey, you're seven months pregnant. And I want, you know, I like you for who you are and I know you and, I, you know, let, let's see how this works. Really? You want to have a relationship with me and I'm pregnant? Okay, let's see how this works. <clears throat> One particular situation, what we did was we took our son to SeaWorld together. This nigga stole from me while we was at SeaWorld and lied and said it was lost. Hmm. And I had to, I put all that together when we got back up like, he stole for me in the same in the same same situation, the same time talking about when we get back and you have this baby, he's be looking for your wedding dress. We're gonna get married. This nigga's trash. This, this, <laughs> this, 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 so this. you can only you can only imagine at that time I'm like, What? I could I need to be doing what? So I was all excited. Oh, hell yeah. And Jesus was like, no. Nope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, not today. Lord, I needed a blunt for this episode. Jesus. <laughs> I know where you can get one. Oh. Uh, Roll the fuck up. <laughs> Girl. It, it's so weird because I mean, it was a time of reflection when you go back and you think about it. And now everybody puts everything on Facebook. I didn't have that option at the time. I didn't have an outlet to put all that out there and be like, hey, this was going on with me. I had to keep it either balling in or just, you know, to myself. So then when it came time to have my uh, my daughter, we weren't even together at that point because he had messed up. Because so here I was. I'm with Go you. ahead. And this nigga's trash. This nigga's trash. <laughs> but he came around though. 
like we weren't in a relationship, but he came around to make sure that I was okay. Okay. And to make to make sure that things was good. Oh, good night, Sally. <laughs> so it was like it played on my emotions. So that's where I learned right then and there. I'm like, okay, you can't. But I didn't still learn my lesson because I gave it more than one try. I gave both of them more than one try, and I realized I was using the excuse that I wanted them to know their. Father, I didn't want them to be in a um, relationship where they are now. My daughter doesn't know hardly anything about her dad because, or her father, I should say, because he couldn't stay out of prison. So that's where he's been pretty much her whole life. And as far as um, my oldest son is concerned, he's tried um, the relationship thing, but he's gotten to the point he's old enough now to like. I like what I'm in. I like where I am and I don't like, you know, the inconsistency part of the situation. So, excuse me, everything that I did, I put my kids through, you know, so then you have to kind of look at that too. What are you putting, you know, if you have kids in the situation, what are you putting them through just because to sacrifice the feelings that you're having for this person because you want to feel, you know, cared for, loved, or just comfortable. You just want somebody to be there. You don't, you know, necessarily need the person there, but hey, he's willing, you willing, and that's what you do. Mm-mm. That's what she. But the, but now it's like. Erica going. All she could say is, because see, a lot of this she didn't know, so it's like it's kind of revealing because a lot of stuff. We don't talk about a lot of, you know, talk about everything and what we've done in the past. Because for as for, I feel like a lot of women choose not to tell, talk about their failures because they they feel judged about what they did. But no, if you learned a lesson from it, boo, you need to talk about it because it'll help somebody Please. else out. Because <laughs> you need to let Please. it be known. Please. Look. She didn't kill my buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. The baby daddy Ooh, did it. She didn't kill my buzz. <laughs> Jesus, I, ain't, I can't drink no more. I'm, I'm not going to wake up in the morning. <laughs> 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 How much did you have? That's the question. You know. Did you have a... Just a couple old-fashioned tumblers. You, I didn't, you know, fill up my 30-ounce cup. Um, I probably should have. <laughs> so let's lighten this mood, and I'm going to tell you guys about my last three relationships. <laughs> what are you going to say? Let's start with the guy that I call Tom Thumb. Ah. Uh, Yes, thumb. Look at your hand right now, guys. Look at your hand. You see that thumb? You see it? Do you see how small that thumb is? That's all I got. He was clingy. He was homeless. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he was not homeless. He lived with his mom and his brother but he wasn't trying to get anything for himself and his dick was little okay (sighs) guys 
And then he said, I love that round the world thing you do. And I wanted to tell him so bad. Like, that round the world thing is called trying to get some friction on my clit so I can at least have a little bit of an orgasm. Because I didn't even know if you were in it, homie. Like, there was no diving into it. There was no... You know, sometimes you get it and you get it just right. And so they slide in and you got to take that gasp. There was no gasp. There was nothing. It was like, oh, so he's moving. Yep. He's moving. Got that makes me laugh. because <laughs> He'd be like, oh, man. Man, that round the world thing you do. Nah, nigga. I'm trying to get some friction. Okay? Because I could have did this by myself. I could have did this by myself. I could have used my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. oh, Lord. But he had an issue with the relationship that I have with my boy's dad. Um, and so that didn't work because I guess he wanted me to have an issue with him. And my thing is, my boys think that man is Superman, Black Panther, Iron Man, Thor, and Hulk. I cannot tell them that that man is not a hero. I can have right. my opinions of him. I do have my opinions of him. But that's not for me to discuss with my children. And that's definitely not for me to change because you don't well, like you it. Look here, little right. You can't tell me how to feel about my baby daddy. You can't tell me how to feel about my boys. The time he spends or does not spend, the money that he spends or does not spend, the time he spends or does not spend is not your issue. You didn't lay down with that man. I did. For you to tell me right. he's a hoe, you know you judging me, right? You're judging me. And my judgment of character. You know the nigga a hoe, right? You know I already fucked him, right? You know we already got kids, right? You Right. And <laughs> when you start a relationship with someone and it's like you're not supposed to have a good relationship with that other parent. And I think that's because of social media and females get her this nigga ain't shit. I have felt that way many moons, honey, many moons. But I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to tell Facebook that. I'm definitely not about to tag him and something be like, you trash ass nigga. I told you. I mean, there was an issue just last week. I could have easily talked to Facebook because every time I click on Facebook, Facebook says, what's going on? What's on on? What's on your mind? How you feeling today, Erica? And God damn it, I was about to type it, but it's not worth it. I've done that, that same makes thing too. You look like a bitter somebody, even if you're not bitter and you're completely over it. Airing out your dirty laundry on Facebook yeah. makes you look bitter. It's, right, especially when you know that they're paying attention that someone's gonna catch it no matter if you guys you do it and you try to make it in between the lines it's still somebody just um 
messaged me because she's like, oh, I didn't realize like seven years ago or whatever that this was actually, this wasn't us mentioning back and forth. We actually did this as a status. And it had to do just short and sweet that uh, my son's dad, um, he got married, but he didn't invite any of his kids to the wedding. Like they had a ceremony. And I felt some type of way because of not including your child in something in a situation where it's 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 something that's major. Um, but none of your kids, like and he had an excuse for the reason why. Honestly, he point blank, he just said it that we were asses. That that we were, you know, as far as the baby his baby mom's concerned, we just acted like asses and that, you know, he didn't he didn't care to try to go through that with us because we never allow him to see his kids anyway. <laughs> and <clears throat> so I said, so when she was mentioning me this, like I was like, when she was showing me the screenshots and what he said, and I was like, that's funny because that didn't work out because the marriage isn't working out, but he's still in the same, it's still the same thing all these years later. It's still the same exact thing. He still doesn't do what he's supposed to do. He wasn't doing it then. He's not doing it now. So it didn't do me any good to go to her and say, you marry him, but you do realize that, you know, he trash, right? Like, he can't even take care of the three kids he got and you want to be with him. Like, that doesn't, it didn't gain me anything because if I, me letting it go, they're in a marriage that they don't even have. They don't, they're not even doing right. From my understanding, on the cool, <laughs> from what I've been told, she has a boyfriend and he's free to do whatever he wants. Well, moral of the story, at least from this first crazy relationship I've had within the last year, I don't like little dicks. Her baby daddy is trash. Second relationship. This guy was... <laughs> We'd, he was my first, okay? And then I never went back to that little podunk town. And then he found me on Facebook because, you know, Facebook brings people together. And I was like, oh, okay, let's give this a try. And <clears throat> we'll call this guy Kenny G. Um... Yeah, guys, it was, um, it was, it was a mess, okay? Uh, uh Uh-oh. He is still sleeping. Ain't that (laughs) shit? Was he talking in his sleep? So, I let Kenny G come over, and everything was cool. He kept bringing up the fact that we'd had sex when we were teenagers. And, I mean, that was fine, but it seems like he was stuck right there. He wanted me to be Nikki. 
and Nikki is grown. Nikki has three kids. Nikki's had other dicks than yours. And so Nikki has a little more experience. Nikki knows what she likes. So I'm never going to say no to head. I'm never, ever going to say no to head. If you ask me, hey, you going to church this morning or you want me to give you head? <laughs> I want some head. Um, if you say, hey, you want to go to Wingstop or you want me to give you some head? I'm going to say, I want the wings, but I want some head. (laughs) (laughs) So his whole thing was, oh, let me please you. Let me please you. And of course, that's his way of saying, let me eat you. So I was like, okay. And it started off just fine. (laughs) It started off. I was like, oh, this, this is nice. And then (laughs) <laughs> and then what do that again what happened <laughs> go ahead do that again what happened Erica <laughs> what happened Erica do that again I think the listeners want to know what you said do it again what happened What happened, Erica? I need that sound effect one more time. <laughs> yeah, she's still laughing. I can't drink anymore. <laughs> I can't. I could. Okay. So he did it again. He said, <laughs> <laughs> See? blue in my J. Like he was cleaning a fucking spin valve on the tuba. Like <laughs> <laughs> he was he was cleaning one of all the Tino game. I, I shit you not. He blew in my J. <laughs> he blew in my shit. Y'all, I have never had that happen to me before in my whole life. And then I didn't even get no dick. You wanna know why? Because I guess he was so excited from all that blowing he was doing that he just nut and he was like, "Oh, you got me." No, I didn't. I didn't get anything. I didn't get. I, I got gingivitis in my J. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a slight possibility that I have gum disease in my whole pussy right now. <laughs> like. I got nothing. I got nothing from it. So that was the story of Kenny G. Please don't blow in my J. <laughs> that's that's lesson number. Hey, there you go. N- number what? Lesson number one. You can't. <clears throat> don't try to come in trying to change the relationship between her and her baby daddy. Number two, no Please blowing. Don't blow in my J. Please do not. Oh, and he had a whole issue with disappearing for like weeks at a time. And be like, oh, I was just busy. Oh, I had my kids. Nigga, I have my kids all day, every day. There is no way that having your children will stop you from doing something that you want to do, even if that is sending a text message or making a phone call. You got me all the way fucked up. Peace out, my nigga. 
Peace out. Let's go and get to number three. This motherfucker. So, he was a client, and he insisted on getting to know me better. He wants to take me to breakfast. He wants to hang out. I just want to come over. I just want to see you. It's just you. And he always sent, like, these lengthy-ass messages. He was long-winded via text, okay? Just long stories about nothing. And then he'd always say, you didn't answer the question. My nigga, you didn't use a question mark, so there was no question. That was just you talking to hear yourself talk. So, anyway, I lowered my standards. And I was like, you know what? I ain't had no good dick in a minute. So, Erica, give this man a chance. And so I did. I let him come over. First red flag. He knocked on my door. Any nigga that know he finna go get some ass at 2.30 in the morning knows. If she got kids, you don't knock on the door. Not unless you're trying to wake these kids up and then you stay in until they go back to sleep and I'm going to get in my bed because once my kids wake up, oh, they're up. So that was my first red flag. I should have known, like, this nigga ain't ever been nowhere at 2.30 in the morning to get no pussy. Ever. Never. Ever. Anyways, guys. My kids don't wake up. I open the door, I let him in, and he starts talking, like, all this nonsense. The way that he talked via text is the way that he talked in person. And at 2.30 in the morning, these are prime whole hours. There is no reason whatsoever to do all this motherfucker talking. And I can tell that you're afraid. Afraid of what? You don't like change. This is not the time to be philosophical, okay? These are whole hours. You fucking or not, basically. I didn't say that. I just let him talk. And then I was like, okay. So... He kissed for a long time. And I mean, just kept kissing and kept kissing. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm not about to do this. So I grabbed his dick. Like, hey, let's get this show on the road. I'm getting sleepy. But he kept kissing. So I fell asleep twice. And then he tried to give me head. Maybe. I'm not sure. He sucked the lips of my J, like sucked them into his mouth. And he did that for like three minutes. And then I was like, oh, we finna get this show on the road. Put on a condom. And he, he put it in. Okay, I can work with this size. You know, I, I went to Tom Thumb. And then I didn't get any from Kenny G. And I was like, okay, I can work with this. Y'all, I thought he was taking it out to reposition. He was done. He was completely done. And then 
he laid down like he had conquered the world and with his limp dick started grinding on my ass and saying, come for me. He kissed me for two hours and it's, I'm not even going to call it sex. We attempted to have sex for 35 seconds, if that. I don't look. I'm I can't. We know you guys are lying when you say, Oh girl, I'm gonna kiss you from head to toe. We know you're lying. We want you to lie to us about that. Kiss me, that's fine, that's great. You're gonna hit the right spot, you're gonna start something, and then dick. It needs to happen. It has to happen. It's necessary. It's a necessary part of my life. What the world is happening right now? 35 seconds and then he's done? And then you grind on my ass and say, come for me. And then he said, well, I'm going to let you go to sleep. I know you're tired. Five o'clock in the morning. You just wasted two and a half hours of my life. I'll never get that time back. I called everybody I knew <laughs> at five o'clock in the morning when he left after I got out the shower so I could tell them about this trash ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she texts me. She couldn't wait to tell me when you get up. Can you please tell me? Because you won't believe this shit. <laughs> That's the text message I, I got. Nope. Mm-mm. Please don't do that. Please don't hype yourself up. If you know you got a solid six strokes and that's it, let a nigga know. So I can try to find somebody else to come over and finish the job or we can go and buy a toy so that you can finish the job for me. Like, don't do that. Let me know when I need to put my own ram in the bush. Okay playing games getting my hopes up <laughs> she was mad y'all she was so mad she could she was mad I was laughing but she was uh, mad honey I was heated I'ma let you go so you can rest rest from what nigga I fell asleep twice I'm rested <laughs> I'm not a hoe. All these niggas were not back to back. That was the span of a year and some change. But I don't know. That's also happened too when she she put on that she was lowering her expectations. I'm telling you now. I've already told you what 2019 will be like for me. So again I say if you are a good man call me. Okay, send me a text message. Slide in my DMs. A good man with big dick and more than six strokes. And please don't blow in my J. Please <laughs> don't live with your mama. I'm even okay if you live with your brother. But please don't live with your mama. I can't come to your mama house. I can't do nothing nasty to you at your mama house. I mean, I could, but I don't want to do nothing nasty to you at your mama house. Okay, 
not unless it's like a Thanksgiving dinner. And I'm just trying to be nasty. Like, when I get you home, I'm gonna fuck it up. But no, I I don't always want to have to do nothing nasty at your mama's house. And you probably ain't even gonna have your own room if you're at your mama's house. You're probably gonna be sleeping on the couch or something. I don't really have time for that, okay? I can't kiss you. I can't lay on you because I don't lay up at nobody's mama's house. That ain't cute. And you can't come over here every damn day. That ain't happening. Oh, God. I hope you guys got a good laugh out of that shit. This is never going to happen again. From now on, I need referrals. I need a sex tape. I need dick pics. (laughs) You need a whole application. I need you to take a blood test. I need to know if you got cooties. I need you to go see a therapist because I need to know if you got daddy issues, mommy issues, or anybody else's issues. If your baby mama is crazy, pass me up, homie. I'm not fighting your baby mama. I'm just not going to do it, okay? I don't fight. Not at all. Not me. I fight my kids when I'm playing, and then I whoop their ass when I'm not. So, yeah, guys. I hope... I brighten your day, your night, your afternoon, your evening, whatever you're listening to this. I hope you got a good laugh. Just know that if you fuck up, you are a podcast material. <laughs> That's true. That yeah, you could be any anything that happens could be podcast material. How about that, Dre? Huh? How about that? <laughs> Oh, so (laughs) we got a letter because we're getting ready to close this out. Oh, we almost made it to 90 minutes. I'm so excited. Okay, so we got a letter. Um, Lord, please don't let me mess up and say these people's name. Okay, so, hey, ladies, I was messing around and found you on Google. I love your podcast. You're so relatable. So, here goes nothing. Lord, be with us. Okay. Chris had been in a relationship with Emily for two years when he cheated on her with me. Okay? Are you following me so far? Mm -hmm. Okay. And even though Chris was the one in the relationship... We'll call her Christina. Christina knew that he was taken and she pursued and had sex with him anyway. Well, Emily found out. Did I call her Emily? We go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Emily found out and so she went back home, wherever that is, so that Chris and Christina could be together and do whatever they were doing anyway. Well, Chris went on vacation and Christina just happened to be scrolling through Instagram and she saw that Chris was with Emily and they had gone on vacation and that he had proposed and that she was expecting his baby, their baby. 
And so now she wants to know if she should say anything to Emily because she's thinking that Emily doesn't know that she and Chris were still fucking around. die well I had thought about this and I said it before and I honestly don't think she should say anything not to to Emily anyway Um, Chris is who she should have a problem with but at the same time she put herself in that position because if he was lying to her and you knew he was in a relationship and he was lying to her then I don't know what you expected for him not to lie to you. Um, he was just doing it to keep you around. And at this point, if he's willing to go this step with her, you need to let him go. You need to just completely let him go. Everything needs to be changed. Everything needs to be done. You need to figure out how you're going to X him out of your life, period. Because that it's just it's not worth it it's not worth it because if she finds out would you rather her find out after the fact that you have shown proof that you no longer are with him or would you rather her find out and y'all are together and and make it becomes bigger than what it should be so i technically i personally would just cut my loss to keep pushing because you put yourself in that position in that situation from the start it was red flags all over that. If he, if you knew he was in a relationship and he was willing to mess with you and cheat on you, and that means he's lying to her too. So what he did to her is what he was doing to you. He just never expected. He got sloppy. He never expected you to find out. So I don't think you should tell. Not at this point. <sighs> what do you say? I say, leave Emily the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. You're pregnant too. There is no reason to say anything to Chris or Emily ever again in life. Cut your losses. Go buy you. You can go to adamandeve.com and order you one. They'll send it with no label so nobody will know, you know, what's in the box. Um, If that's your reason for talking to Chris and sex, um, just order you one. Or, um, yeah, don't take your chances like I did with these trash-ass niggas. Um, You might end up with a Tom Tom, Kenny G, or a six-stroke. So (laughs) just buy you one if the only reason that you were talking to him was sex. But do not. Do not approach her. She's pregnant. She got all those hormones going through her body right now. She has all those emotions going through her body right now. And you don't know. You saying something to her could cause her to miscarry or anything. So just leave it alone. Cut your losses. Shoot the deuces. Change your number. If he's still on vacation, leave him on vacation, honey. Just Mm-hmm. Don't phone anymore. If you can't change your number for whatever reason, just stop answering his calls. Don't text him. Don't call him. Don't do any of that. Back up for hours. So make sure and don't go to social media. Please. So don't start sending subliminal messages through social media because that's going to make it worse. Because whether you know it or not, 
she's got friends that's still looking because you know I'm pretty sure she's got me we've already talked about this America talked about in the past that you know she's talking about her friend but he you know told him that's not who you got to worry about you got to worry about the two females that you haven't met or the three and two of them are worse than the other one so it's like you have to know that she may have a homegirl that's after looking to see who's gonna come in and who's gonna be a hater and who's gonna say something and while you know what was going on again you have to sometimes we have to take ownership into what we were doing um to cause our own heartache and to me it sounds like in a letter that you call because you kept it going after he was out of this relationship which is that it felt like that's what you wanted and he kept the, he he kept telling you what you wanted to hear. So with that being said, now you're in a position to where now he's willing to still mess with you and then he's gonna go over here and get engaged and, and get slapped, like I said, and show all the, the world because you seen it. You seen him on vacation, you know that they're having a kid together, you know all this information now. So you need to put in a perspective more or less you know, how you're going to, you know, basically detox yourself from him. So you have to do that. So what you need to do is you need to block self, block of, you might even need to take a break from social media altogether. That may sound like a hard thing to do, but that's what you may have to do in order so you won't be tempted. That means you may have to say, I'm not opening Facebook, I'm not opening Instagram, anything y'all had, you had connected that you know that belonged to him or that you, you know, could see him on, um, you need to basically take some time and take some break and take some time for yourself. Like Erica said, you can, you know, visit that, visit that website, find yourself that that's what you were doing. But if you was doing it, you don't call feelings in your heartache, you need to take some time yourself you need to figure out how to surround yourself with positive people they don't necessarily have to know what you've been through but just know that they're positive people and that they can help you get past the situation because in all honesty you kind of brought the heartache the the issues to yourself and now you feel some type of way because he's been lying to you the whole time which he was lying to you the whole time anyway so and you were lying to yourself if you thought it was going to work so I'm sorry, but I can only hope that you know you take our you take our advice and you do move on. Let us know advice, if our advice helps. You can give me a sweater while he's on vacation because you know winter is still coming. Um, I'll send you my address so you can send me the sweater that you knit while you're trying to get over him. I'm helping, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, so you you got it. You you got this. Don't just think listen you to this podcast. If this yeah niggas is trash, niggas is trash. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're living proof that you can make it past anything. Okay, you can make it to anything, and 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 look back and laugh on One it. One of these days, honey, you'll be. Maybe you won't have a podcast, but you'll be sitting somewhere talking to somebody. You'll be like, that motherfucker Erica, that goddamn die, they told me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I live. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you believe, the best believe I wish I had 
someone like us to tell me some of the stuff and I probably wouldn't have went through it but I didn't so that's what we're here for but like Erica said we have made it to our 90 minute mark so we need to be winding it down besides Erica didn't lost so her buzz nothing disappears honey <laughs> Yes, nothing disappears. So again, remember you can always reach out to us on um by way of email. It is you get what you get podcast at gmail.com and also our social media. We didn't have any shout outs for business. So don't forget to send that to us, guys. We like to shout you out. We like to highlight women, um, men at just great businesses. I did put on our IG that we do you need something that we can link it to, whether it's an IG page or if you have a website or Facebook, something we can link it to so that people can see your business, so they can see what you're selling. Um, it just can't be like, hey, I, you know, I sell hair and we don't know what that hair look like. Or I sell t-shirts, but we can't see your work. So please make sure that that's something that we that's we can you know, see people can actually look at and see if there's, you know, worth shopping. People sneezing all in the background. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anything else you have to add, Miss Erica? No, but follow us on IG, Twitter. My handle's the same on both. Erica Nicole, E-R-I-C-A-N-Y-K-O-L. And mine is Dietra Michelle, D-I-E-R-T-R-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-E. I remember I'm new to Twitter, y'all. So don't be, I'm new to Twitter. So you have to tell me what I need to be following, what I need to be doing. And then, of course, go to my IG page. I don't post like Erica does. So my IG is probably a little bit boring at times. But Erica's is quite funny. Um, I say whatever the <laughs> fuck I want to say. <laughs> Yes, she does. (laughs) So we thank you guys for sticking it out. If you made it this far, you are for real. And we thank you to all our subscribers that have been listening to us from the very first podcast and keep sending us feedback. We, We try to work that out. We try to work that feedback out every single time. So please keep sending us like, share, and subscribe. Make sure you tell everybody so we can you know get this going play telephone with it you get what you get pass it on yes please pass it on so again thank you guys you guys have a great day night evening morning whenever you're listening and we'll talk to you soon bye bye